Welcome to the Digital Workflow Dentistry Podcast Series. We help dentists adapt, adopt, and advance in the world of dental technology. For more information about upcoming lectures, webinars, and podcasts, please go to our website, www.digitalworkflowdentist.com, and Instagram at Digital Workflow Dentistry. They say that eyes are the window to your soul. Let Legend Graphics provide you visually stunning art prints, canvas photo prints, banners, and so much more. Whether it's for your home, team, or business, we can create a design for you virtually. Visit www.legendgrafix.com. Good afternoon, dental internet world. My name is Dr. Vishal Sharma, and I'm once again here alongside my friend and colleague, Dr. Mike Parchewski. You're listening to our podcast, Digital Workflow Dentistry, where we discuss all things digital in the world of dentistry. So, Mike, we're going to take a bit of a left turn with our podcast today, and the focus of our conversation is going to be on team culture. So, in this COVID world that we're all living in, not quite yet the post-COVID world, how are you and your office emphasizing culture, and what are you doing to contribute uh, to building a strong team culture? Well, it's great. I think this is a great topic uh, to be on uh, with the current environment. And uh, and on that note, to me, that's what the important thing is about. Uh, people are worried. There's stress. There's uh, unsure times. You know, people have financial stress. So the last thing they want to do when they come to work is have work stress. So I really think, and we've always tried to do that at our office, is that we're building a culture here where people want to be here. We're building a culture and we're building a team of people that you would be friends with. It's people that you would hang out with. It's people that you you would follow on social media. It's people that you respect. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we're hiring people, we have to take into those accounts. Would this be a person that I would hang out with? Yes, you have to be a leader. Yes, you have to be um, you know, delegating in that. But realistically, I think having that family feel, that team feel, and being that we are um, a part of a one larger unit working together is is important. And I think that's been a real key thing for helping our office get through this COVID time. And post-COVID, having people um, not get into a negative vibe at the office and really, you know, we've just been keep plugging away. I think that's really important. What about you? What do you feel about Well, I I echo those sentiments. We've certainly changed a bit of our philosophy coming out of the uh, COVID break. And you mentioned things like people wanting to be there or people that you would want to uh, potentially hang out with socially outside of the office. So for us, the real emphasis is people who feel that the clinic should be moving in the same direction. So we're not necessarily looking for extremely talented people who might have a different idea or a different concept as to what the, the practices should entail. Um, one of our newest undertakings is we do what we call our Monday morning coffee. So uh, 45 minutes before the start of our day, we meet uh, off-site initially and now with some COVID restrictions, we're confined back to the clinic. Uh, everyone brings a coffee and what we're doing is basically just discussing our weekend for the first little bit and then we get into the topic of dentistry. And so this last Monday, we were discussing twin light therapy, uh, which is essentially a periodontal therapy, which at some point we may discuss on the podcast. And it's just a new initiative where we're not all feeling as busy. We're not as production oriented. 
a lot of values changed with COVID. I know for you, uh, your focus on a few things has obviously changed as well. And, and I think what we all view as important may have been modified and for some people maybe changed uh, significantly and astronomically. So for us, we're making more of the emphasis on team involvement, team engagement, and bringing on people who are like-minded and that they're actively going to contribute ideas and implementations to team culture. And if that's really not what they want to be doing, there's certainly offices where they would fit more effectively at. But that's moving forward. When we bring people on, that's what we're going to be looking for. Yeah. And uh, prior to the COVID world, it was a different scenario. We were looking and wanted people who uh, were high achievers, were really good hygienists, great assistants, you know, fantastic phone skills at the front end, even if maybe they didn't quite uh, gel or mesh with the person next to them as effectively. Now that's flipped over. Yeah, I do agree. It's really good to have everybody on the same page and 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 working together. Better to be a happy place um, than everybody's competing with each other. And Mike, that brings us to our interview for today. We have two of our friends and colleagues, Dr. Amrish Khanna and Dr. Vic Khanna, who are here to discuss the topic of team culture and community involvement for dentists. So gentlemen, welcome to our podcast in our studio in downtown Calgary. Mike and I are both intimately familiar with both of you. We know you well as friends and colleagues, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves? Thanks for having us, guys. So I guess um, I'm going to introduce Amrish, if that's okay. So Amrish is my older brother by about three and a half years, and uh, he graduated from U of A in 2007. Completed a general practice residency at Montefiore Medical Center with Mike, actually, while you were over there as well. And came back to Calgary and has been working since. And uh, partnered with his younger brother in 2012 uh, at our practice Midtown Dental in Mission. And since then, we've acquired a second practice about two years ago in downtown Calgary as well. Nice, yeah. And I get the pleasure of introducing my, my younger brother, <laughs> Dr. Vic. Huh? Um, also a UVA grad, uh, we had the pleasure of living together for one year in, in Edmonton together while I was in fourth year and uh, him in first year. And uh, also uh, went out to New York uh, after he graduated uh, from dental school at the UVA as well too. So that uh, allowed for many uh, frequent trips for the both of us to near the Big Apple, right? Um, been practicing together, as he mentioned. Uh, my wife also is uh, a dentist, practice with us as well too. Uh, both of us uh, keen interests, uh, you know, in um, surgery, sedation, and uh, you know, community uh, involvement in dentistry. So that's been something that I know we both have shared together. And uh, yeah, that brings us to kind of where we are are today. And uh, happy to talk with you guys. And thank you for having us on the podcast. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Um, you know, it's interesting. This is a good case study on does does older make wiser? <laughs> Any comments? Would you would you? Or is that going to lead into a scrap here? Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll move on. Now, first of all, guys, we're, you know, as we're back into practice now post-COVID, um, for you guys, uh, listeners probably would like to hear, how have you found that, um, what's the new normal for you guys? Not to overuse that phrase, um, but what, it, what's, what are you guys finding it's like now? Yeah, we found, um, like, I mean, luckily we spent quite a bit of time at the later end of that time off to try to prepare as much as we could getting back to work. But in reality, we really didn't know what we were getting back to. There was a lot of fear and stuff like that. I think now with the systems we have in place about um, the donning, doffing procedures, going through it for so many times, it's become more almost like second nature. And I feel like, at least in Calgary, uh, the fear as, of getting coronavirus from doing dentistry uh, is kind of at least we have some 
semblance of understanding that, you know, we're not going to go to work and do a recall and get coronavirus, which is uh, given our team a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of relief and, uh, and it's helped us treat our patients. And we've done, I think, much like you guys and other practices in Calgary, things have kind of returned back to somewhat of a normal. Um, a lot of changes in how patients flow through the practice, but overall uh, we are seeing it return pretty yeah. normal. Yeah. I think like the all the stuff that we had to implement in the beginning was tough um, because it's a change to our day-to-day, our change to our regular, um, what we're used to. And I think change is, is always hard for anybody to adapt to. And we were forced with a lot of changes through the, the couple months in COVID. Uh, but now, you know, it's it's no different than throwing on a mask and gloves. You, you do what you got to do because, you know, that's just part of it. And I think uh, a big thing that we found, you know, coming back post-COVID was uh, we, you know, we're talking about team today for us, a big piece was, you know, what are the big messages that we need to make sure are are coming out in every interaction that we have and coming first and foremost, when we were talking about some of the stuff that Vic's talking about protocols, it was safety and connection and I think those are the two big things that we kept stressing with our team and still are stressing to today is that how do we ensure that patients feel safe team feels safe that's first and foremost and secondly how do we connect with our team and our patients because you're wearing a mask all day long you don't get to to see people's uh, facial expressions those kind of things so just trying to do different fun things there to make you know patients know who we are and and still connecting with the team in ways that we you know would have before so such as the occasional headbutt with your face shields. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing builds team rapport like that. So that's uh, fitting, Amrish, because obviously you guys have an impressive educational platform named Dentox, uh, and it pr- primarily discusses the business of dentistry, but also that includes team culture. So elaborate as to why you guys started this, what was the uh, genesis on it, and what do you hope to accomplish with it? Yeah, so... Uh, another side of our, our practice um, is uh, we have a referral practice called Midtown Sedation. So we, we see uh, patients that get referred to us for sedation procedures, surgical procedures throughout uh, working with lots of other dentists in the city. And uh, when this formally came into inception, it would have been 2014. Um, at that time, like part of what we wanted to start was how do we also create a, a community connection amongst colleagues mm-hmm. where we can work to give back um, as you know partners in care of their patients. And the big thing there was bringing together like-minded dentists um, where we can look at growing our practices clinically and also growing our practices from a business perspective too. It, you know, there's a lot of, there's enough of us around in, in the city of Calgary where, you know, we're, there's many who are worried about competition but there's enough patients to go around and there's enough of, you know, we're not overly saturated in the sense that we have to be worried about every dentist next door kind of thing. Uh, we're fortunate for that and to be able to find ways where we can really grow collectively and learn from each other's experiences, learn from things that have worked, haven't worked. We've, uh, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, how I say it, uh, our practice got flooded in 2013 yeah. in Mission. So, that was our first year essentially into ownership for our first practice. So we were forced very, very quickly in our, our ownership entrepreneur part of our careers to have to learn things that probably some dentists never learn in you know 30 years in practice and never have to, fortunately for them, right? So we had to learn a lot of stuff about the business and really figure out how do we get that going and rolling again. And if, if we can find ways to just at least impart some of our experience, not saying that that's the only way to do it, but... Mm-hmm bring collective minds together uh, that's i think then we all grow collectively together too so that's the, really the premise behind um dentox and um you know through that um having team involvement is at the core of it because 
we we as leaders have to be able to set the the vision set our values but we have to be able to lead our team to follow it right so right um so who's some of the people you've had in so far for den talks yeah we had um so we have yeah. uh, Michael Cernick uh, yeah. came, uh, who's uh, he used to be formerly the owner Prime of Prime Speak. Speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he came by. So we, we try to do one big team event per year, and then we've had some smaller speakers that, that are locally that have you know um, been uh, lecturing on like you know more intimate settings with you know maybe only twenty dentists or so. We had a speaker on HR. We've had you know other speakers come in you know on you know finance or other accounting practices things like that. Um, we have resources that we can provide our, our group and our members, but our big speakers was Michael Cernick. And then this year we were going to have Paul Homley come and speak with us in May, but, uh, due to COVID, COVID yeah. <laughs> that's uh, been postponed for now. Yeah. Two fantastic uh, speakers. I've had the opportunity to take both of their seminars and they're, they're transformative, uh, to say the least. So, um, Amrish, you touch base obviously on the team approach and uh, touching base with team and ensuring that you're establishing a culture. So Vic, why do you feel that team culture is so important for the future of dentistry in this post-COVID world that we're going to be getting into? Yeah, especially like, I mean, uh, we, we talk a lot about how change has been really tra- uh, transformative for our, and how we operate as dentists, as a team in treating our patients. Um, a lot of people, as I mentioned, had fear coming back mm-hmm. and trying to create a, a like a some real reason for why we are coming back. What were what are our true role as providers for our patients and, and treating them and helping them establish or good oral health. So if there's like a, a kind of a an avenue in which patient or our team feels like this is kind of how they're this is really their motive. This is their why and why they're coming back. And having the proper systems in place that everybody can really buy into mm-hmm. and having those two things go at the same time helped us kind of and helps, I think, dentists in general improve their practices. When we talk about Dentox and, you know, one of the things like Amrish mentioned is like as dentists, we go through so many challenges the same ways, you know, marketing challenges, but internal financial challenges or even uh, how to deal with staff are huge challenges. So things within the practice, they don't involve other practices, but we all go through the same time. If we can, culture being a big part of that, mm-hmm. HR being a big part of that, if we can create a, a kind of a group or have an understanding as a, as a collective kind of industry of what are, why this is important and how we can really focus on that to help us be better leaders and operate better as business owners. And, you know, Culture is, is so why your to answer your question you started with is why is that important is because it, we feel like we, if we can have buy in from our teams when we want to do great things you know do different types of dentistry that are you know require a little bit more, more work from everybody or do higher billing procedures or involve new technologies if everybody really feels like they're on the same team going rowing in the same direction it's just easier to make that happen and uh, and. It's a, you know, it's a really challenging thing to establish that type of culture, but uh, it does pay out as we go along. And, you know, Simon Sinek and, um, yeah. uh, you know, Paul Homley, even like, you know, the, how they talk about culture and how, uh, how important that is. It, it really does make a big difference in the long run. Yeah, I think it's important because um, we were looking at it at, at a lot of different levels. One level is as dentists, we're notorious and same with chiropractors and a lot of other professions for being very single-minded, for being, this is my bubble, nobody comes in my bubble, I'm gonna stay there, 
and we don't collaborate a lot with others. It's that mm -hmm. a little bit of a competitive vibe or, or just that solo practitioner mentality. And I think um, in a lot of the things that we're doing and, and a lot of what we're doing with the podcasting and that is the, is the concept of hiding information really doesn't help in the big picture of things. And so I really like the concept you know, of, of sharing information. You know, why should somebody and what Vish and I, the biggest reason we got into doing what we're doing is why should somebody else have to go through all the mistakes, all the iterations of, you know, digital scanning that we've gone through um, to get to the same place? Why can't we give them that information, the Coles Notes version of where they should go? And that's been one of our driving forces is trying to get people to a higher level faster um, by sharing that information. And I've really, what draw, drew me to, to your guys, um, your, your lectures and, and your platform is, um, first of all, was the, the Den Talks that was coming up, but also you guys had did a couple um, more study club level on COVID. How, how are we gonna get through COVID? How do we prepare coming out of COVID? And it was just sending it out, uh, no charge things. You got a bunch of dentists involved. Um, and it really helps, I think, the community feel. And so I really feel that the dentists, we have to be more in that community feel, and that will just raise the bar for everybody. And then beyond that, I also think you mentioned it with Simon Sinek, that it's super important that our staff and team members feel safe in their environment. Whenever you have a staff member that feels like they're an outsider, that's when the, you know, the, the backstabbing, that's when the, you know, the, the, the work performance and everything goes down. So, and COVID has just highlighted that. I really feel that the offices that have, have gotten through COVID without much bumps in the road are the offices that had that team environment where people felt safe and secure. So then it wasn't a big step to move on to these other levels of the new PPE. Mm -hmm. But the offices that didn't have that, the offices that had an environment that was, you know, and I won't say toxic, but not super positive, I think those are the offices that are having people that aren't coming back, the people that don't want to come back, the people that are delaying returning, the people that are unhappy, the people that are don't feel comfortable. And so I really think that whole culture vibe helps us to get through these kind of um, big changes that we're, you know, nobody can really plan for, right? Mm -hmm. Now, um, on that community level, because we talked about the community level of the dentist, the community level of the teams. Now, uh, Amrish, you've taken on another venture of giving back to the community. Can you tell us a little bit about that program? Yeah. Um, so giving back uh, in, in the community has always been a really big core part of uh, who I am and what I've done since the days of dental school. We've brought up that way about our parents. We're very much always involved in, in community. And so um, it's been part of something that I've wanted to do for quite some time now is like, how can I find a way to really find a way to give back? But, um, you know, do I do that in just any form or do I kind of find a way to align the skill set that I'm blessed with as a dentist? So, you know, in my kind of search of how I want to do that, I figured, well, you know, I'm lucky to be a dentist and I have this ability to give back directly to patients. And on the same note, you know, giving back can follow many forms. So that's where I, I founded this uh, initiative called Cause to Smile. And during COVID, I felt um, us in the dental profession, we were in, in some way, rightfully so, sidelined in terms of patient care. Like we couldn't really be involved in helping patients though as a healthcare practitioner that's at the core of I think mm -hmm. who we are so how could we find a way to again collectively come together find a way to give back in a collective fashion and that's where um, Cause to Smile 
kicked it off with its first initiative here at the end of June, started July with uh, partnering with Canadian Blood Services and um, started did a, a blood donation campaign here in Calgary and Edmonton. So it was spread through all the dental community through Alberta. And um, we had, you know, enough donors that came out to save up to potentially 120 lives for patients. So that was an awesome first start. Um, and it's uh, planned to be kicked off in Ontario next um, in uh, September. So looking to rally the dental community out there and then hopefully have a few people who are interested in getting involved. But my, my goal would be to kind of kick this off nationwide and uh, get uh, dentists all throughout the country that will be helpful and, and work with me as a what I'm calling a local champion to be able to help spread the cause in all of our provinces. And we can look back collectively and say, hey, here's one way to give back. And I'm not... Um, making this uh, is not a specific to blood donation and claiming blood services, but it's one way right now when, you know, to, uh, finances are tight for many people trying to donate money or donate time is tough as well, too, because we're all in the midst of starting our practices and making sure our livelihood is is uh, number one and taking care of our families. So this was just one way that just involved a little bit of time and obviously something that we all all have to give. So, yeah, so I was able to give blood for the first time. Uh, despite me giving nice, uh, nice. Uh, giving needles all day long, <laughs> I, I've had uh, the odd moment of uh, getting faint when I've had blood taken before. So I was kind of quite. Uh, so you made, proud it, of you made it through. I made it through. Nice, I made it through. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shame in the occasional uh, fainting. I don't think. Well, it's an admirable venture, obviously, Amrish. So we commend you on that. And you know, as is Dent Dentox, uh, the platform is impressive to me because not only does it cover the business aspect of things when we're talking about financial components to running a practice, the HR aspect, but I also like the the fact that you're engaging team and building that culture. And I have taken a lot of courses over the years, uh, whether they're transformative courses down at LVI or full treatment planning courses through the Spear Institute or John Coyce. Uh, I've never encountered something that covers all of the aspects that you guys are covering. So well done on that aspect. Uh, what's next for Dentalks? What do you have planned uh, you know, COVID and Paul Homily uh, not being able to fly into Canada, notwithstanding. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess we're, we really want to obviously have an event at some point in the near future, get people together, especially given the fact that we're really trying to focus partly on the cultural side of things, which involve people coming together to teams. But as we go along, we want to, we're still engaging uh, heavily with our group of dentists in this, that are part of our kind of study club, you could call it. And uh, we have a constant uh, communication that goes with those people. It's very collaborative. Um, it's helping all those people kind of work together with certain issues that they're having in their practices. And we see that just growing and we're open to having anybody join that really uh, as we go along. And we have people from Ontario, from BC, from Edmonton, Calgary, everywhere, and uh, really in Canada, part of this group. So that's kind of the, the short term, I guess you'd say, and, and uh, giving a, sharing knowledge collectively. And Vic, where would we get information on that or for those people who are listening in and, and if they're interested? And I would encourage those people certainly to look into it. I've had colleagues who are involved with your study club. Obviously, Mike and I have chatted extensively about it. So where would we get that information? Yeah, right now everything's on our midtownsedation.ca website. Okay. Uh, but we do have a Dentalks website in the works right now that's uh, going to be up and running in the next couple of weeks. Okay. So, yeah. And will that be uh, dentalks.com? Okay. So we'll everybody keep an eye out for that coming up uh, for more information on that. But, uh, you know, guys, it was really awesome having you here. 
Uh, I feel that uh, you guys are just doing a whole nother level of things. I do. I honestly, with young children, I don't know where you guys get all the time yeah. and energy. Uh, we've had a hard enough time, you know, sticking with the podcasting and the webinars. But uh, uh, hats off to you to, to continuing to do that. And when your time is tight, especially giving back and doing this, uh, this the blood services campaign, uh, really awesome. And I think uh, that could bridge off into all kinds of things, uh, you know, uh, in the future. And I think trying to go nationally with that is uh, very impressive. Yeah, I know it's an impressive uh, undertaking for sure. And we're excited to see where the, the uh, Dentox platform goes. You both obviously have good heads on your shoulders and a lot of vision. Um, two things that Mike and I lack entirely. So uh, on that note, gentlemen, we're going to let you get back to your young families uh, and or the driving range. Uh, I'm really short in your golf game. And uh, we'll certainly invite you back at some point if uh, you'd be willing to to be guests again. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for having us on your podcast. We really appreciate it. It's awesome learning from both of you as well, too. So thank you. Right on. Thanks, guys. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, take care. And with that note, that'll end our podcast today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, please check out our Instagram at Digital Workflow Dentistry uh, with links to the podcast, links to our YouTube, and we're on YouTube or at Digital Dentist. Take care and be well, everyone.